This is episode 134 on the Herpreneur Show. Today I bring you Jody Jealous, the CEO of Funnel Builders and the movement of Lady Balls. Welcome to the Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to up-level your next stage in greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. Courageous women. That's who I love talking to. And today... There's somebody who represents exactly that, Jody Jealous. Jody Jealous is a best-selling author of the book Lady Balls, an international speaker in both personal development and online business strategy. Jody has created the Lady Balls movement. You're saying, is she saying what I think she's saying? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Lady Balls. We go there today. Uh, there is so much to it when you hear about what the Lady Balls movement is all about. Born and bred in New Zealand, Jody has always been a star in the making. In her 20s, she was one of the youngest women voted for Businesswoman of the Year Award finalist. She's one of the most sought-after female speakers when it comes to sales funnels on the planet and is the CEO and founder of the digital agency Funnel Builders. Today's interview is showcasing nothing shorter than true entrepreneurship. Let's get into the interview. Enjoy it. Jody Jealous. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to it. I know this is going to be super fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, um, okay, let's just start straight out of the gates. I want to know about Lady Balls. I had to say to my son the other day that he accidentally kicked me between the legs. <laughs> And it actually felt like I had a pair of balls. And I said, you kicked my lady balls. Uh, and then remembering that was your little tagline, just take uh, us back. Where did lady balls come from? And then we're going to dig into your story because, man, we can go deep, deep, deep down. Uh, nice. Many years ago, because I've always been in the digital marketing space, right? I had a web design company 23 years ago. I started when I was uh, 21. And um, I kind of went and specialized on sales funnels and making money online and I wrote a book but I've always been into personal development so the book was always it was never going to be just one or the other it was always going to be kind of morphed it was both it was like the 80 20 rule so I wrote my book and at the time I had a program called the boom formula and it was teaching teaching Mm -hmm. people to create online programs and build an audience online um, you know, back in the day when not as many people were doing it. And then when I wrote my book, we were trying to come up with a title for the book, but it was also trying to come up with an acronym for launching a business or getting uh-huh. started in any kind of big goal that you might have. And when I was sitting there at a table, I was at a, I was um, had been at a speaking gig I was doing in Denver and I was sitting in a restaurant with two friends and we're trying to come up with a B and they're like, well, you got to start out with a business plan. And da, da, da. I'm like, no, that's so boring. What's the first step when you're going out on your own or going to a next level in any area of your life? It's like, well, you've got to strap on a set of balls. Like if you haven't done that, if you're not ready to take the leap and face your fears and all the stuff that's going to come, whether you like it or not, yeah, then you're not going to get anywhere. But then 50% of my audience were female. So I said, oh, except for we have to make it lady balls. And we just all laughed so much. I was, I just decided, I'm like, I cannot not make that my book title. 
and the word itself is so polarizing and it has got legs of its own as a brand people are like what is lady balls and then just what it actually means to me it's so polarizing that it brings in my people people are going to go what is that man hating hell no the first chapter is all about that's exact not what it is at all uh someone asked me if it was a book about um the transgender uh, process (laughs) and I was like no that's not it at all and there's people who have said they can't promote me because it's um, too out there, which is cool because that counts as out wow. the audience, out my audience. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, if you're not um, deflecting, then you're not giving your opinion. So, um, yeah. yeah. And Lady and Balls is all about today, giving your opinion. Even today with Lady Balls, people are still saying like it's not a match? Yeah, well, I had a very famous person um, offer to take my brand and just blow it up and um, books and games and all these, an entire series. She had to kind of be careful who she worked with. So she asked if I could change the Lady Bulls brand and then she would be on board to blow it up in a good way. And um, (laughs) I said, no, I would rather do it on my own accord and do it my way because giving up Lady Bulls is the most unlady balls things I could ever do and so against my brand that I would rather do it the slow the slow way or a different way and oh my god it was such an empowering moment wow way how long ago was that what, what, time, what time we speaking we're speaking like a year ago a couple of years ago no that was quite a few years ago so I wrote lady balls I think it I wrote it in 2014 mm-hmm. so it's been around a while and then I was doing lady balls retreats um, but Lady Balls was always, it wasn't just the brand. It was about, it was the movement. It yeah. was all about supporting women and encouraging them to take those leaps that people are usually too scared to take. Yeah. Cause I'm the opposite. I'm the jump and build the parachute on the way down and yeah. I'll crash and burn, but I'll learn that way. And then I'll just find another, sol- I'll find more solutions yeah. to be creative. Yeah. And I'm not saying everyone should jump. Cause I had that conversation yesterday with someone who's not a jumper. And he was deciding whether to leave his business and go to another. And I said, just jump. And somebody just came in on me and went, no, because he's got to think about this and this and this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, and he does. But you still got to jump at some point. You got to jump. Yeah, that's true. You do have to jump. Um, I always talk about the opposite sort of jumping out of the airplane. I'll just say you build the airplane as you fly it. But yes. that's, that's just us. You know what I mean? It's like, for me, I need action straight away. Yeah. And I feel like if I sit on an ID too long, then it dies. Yep, so 100%. Like the, the energy's there and that's just how I work. Um, you mentioned something really interesting. You said around when you were 21 years old, you got into digital marketing. Mm-hmm. Now, that wasn't a big thing back then. Oh, no. You were like one and of I had no the idea what I was doing. females that would have been doing it. And I've just got chills because I do know who you are from just being around the marketing side of things. Though my forte was always selling and being on stage and doing, you know, training, live trainings and and was so resistant to doing anything online because I thought, how on earth could you make the same impact, right? And then I feel pregnant. And I fell pregnant without realizing, not planning. And I was in the middle of an Australian tour 
and I was six weeks pregnant. And then I had to then re-deliver the program after we'd sold everyone into that program. And I thought, how the heck am I going to be able to do this? And then that's when I started to go into learning about funnels. And that would have been 2013. It took a long while to do it. But mind you, you were doing that beforehand, obviously. 21 years old, getting into digital marketing. How did you get into digital marketing? Were you a fan of being online? Like, do you have a tech head? Back when I was at school, um, business and computers were not considered academic subjects. So the best that you could get was a C. And I really only went to school to play sports. It was for athletics. I was a sprinter. I played softball. I was just there for the sports. Yeah. Um, but those two subjects I loved. That and satire comedy that we did once in uh, English was like so fun. And speech competitions. That was it, right? Um, but I nailed those two classes, but all I could get was a C. And I've always been a creative person. And I think I I think I always had a, a marketing and business mind. It was just how my brain worked. And I was always quite gutsy, which is mm-hmm. why, you know, Lady Bills are so appropriate because that is who I am. And I like to help other people get gutsy too. Yeah. So um, back at that age, I was sitting, I was in, living in London and I everyone was getting made redundant because the company had just been bought and I saw a guy because I worked for an investment bank and he was doing something on his computer I was always like what's he doing it looks creative but it's to do with computers and I went over and asked him and he ran the website and the intranet so the internal website just for employees and I went man that looks like fun and so I quit my job the next day. I went and bought Front Page, which was the um, software that you used at the time. That same week, I went and got some cheap, because I was London, I was 21, I was broke because you're always just partying and getting cheap flights to Europe to party more. <laughs> and we got these cheap cards done. And I, um, it wasn't Google at the time. It was like Ask Jeeves, found out what the hell how do you build a website? What software do you use? Go and buy the software, read the tutorial in the front of the book, just skimmed it. Went to a bank event where they were going, uh, they had an e-commerce night. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell does a bank want with an e-commerce night? They're just trying to get people along to sell them into some other crap, right? I was just like- You're already thinking funnels marketing. before the funnels were even around. <laughs> exactly, they weren't even called funnels. So I went along there and went, um, I can help you build. I waited- so I, I researched e-commerce, never done it before in my life. Um, and I waited till the end when people had all these e-commerce questions and the bank people were standing there not knowing the answers. So I waited till they finished. And then I stood up and I went, you asked this question, this is the answer. You asked this question, this is the answer to the people in the room. And then I went, if anyone wants a website, that's what I do. And I walked away with my first three clients. And then I went home on the tube going, how the hell do I build a website? And because I had the marketing head, I was like, websites, they sound like glorified brochures. What's the point? They need to sell. So right from the start, even our tagline was around uh, websites that made you money. It wasn't like mm. your contact details on this website. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, how do you make money out of these? So before they were even called funnels, our yeah. websites that we were building were like, they were, mm. they were funnels essentially. They just weren't called that then. Wow. <laughs> so interesting. Um, so when you what is even ironic is that you didn't even have a website when you got up and promoted. And what's really interesting here for you guys listening is 
Ladies, sometimes you feel like you need the business card and the website to sell stuff and you don't. You actually need, I'm going to take Jody's word here, lady balls, you need to have the guts, you need to have the belief in yourself. And if you're in a situation where you can take that opportunity, feel the fear, but just do it anyway, because, you know, your compass is not wrong. Your compass is not lying. Like if you need to speak up um, and that just shows it right then that this 21 year old that was just like damn it like I can answer this question this question and let me just take that next leap I absolutely love that story yes totally someone once called me in the recent years a delusional optimist because I just think everything's it's all gonna work like yeah yeah that sounds fun that'll work and if it doesn't I've got 10 more ideas because that's just how my brain works Mm. but do things crash and burn 100% but that's how I learn and that's yeah. not how everyone learns. But if they, if you understand how your brain works, there's still a point where you have to take that leap. And there's still a point where you might not know what you're doing, but, um, you know, the ship once moving is so much easier to maneuver. So yeah, it started. Different. Action yeah. removes doubt. That's my favorite quote. Has been forever. Still is now. I love that. Yeah. And you don't actually see that next door open until you take that step forward. You're not going to see all the steps. It's just trusting that next process. You have done so much with marketing. What's the transition that you've done over the years? What, what, where have you gone from and to, and what are you doing now? I know you've got the ladies balls community, which I'd like to like dive into as well, but just, can you take us through a bit of a transition? So you're doing the website stuff. Then what happened next? When did you start to go, let me really take this up a notch and really get into building it? I think I kind of live two parallel lives, one in the personal development and one in the business. My dad, when I was 14, took us to a mind power event. So Wow. We were learning about, you know, how the brain works and the subconscious mind when we were teenagers. So that was always a parallel life. The, with the business, um, with the websites, um, it, it kind of, in when I was 28, I was a businesswoman of the year finalist here in New Zealand. And I was the youngest one there. My business wasn't big enough to win the big awards, but I won a micro business award. But doing part of that, part of that was um, giving back in some way. And that had always been a thing that I had wanted to do anyway. And I got involved in youth work back then. Um, so then that took me on the personal development journey even more, but while I was running my digital company. But in my 20s, I got so into the personal development side and the youth work, it meant so much to me Mm. that I nearly went bankrupt, not once, but twice because (laughs) I took my eye off the business because, you know, you just, oh, let's save the world. But doing it in a way that was really, I was just cutting myself off at the knees because I Mm. was cutting off my income. So I um, did that, lost a whole lot of, well, not lost a whole lot of money. I, um, I made some silly financial decisions signing into big leases because after the businesswoman of the year finalist thing, I had an influx of clients. So I grew the team. Um, Being a naive kid at the time, it was like I thought it was going to last forever. And, of course, it doesn't. You've got to keep the pedal to the metal. You've got to be consistent. Um, Yeah, so I lost everything, started fresh, lost everything again for the same reason, just a different charity that I was helping around youth again. But then for me, turning point again, uh, same as you, when I was um, 30, I got surprise pregnant with my daughter. 
she always goes, uh, was I a mistake? I say, no, you were a surprise. Surprise. So she's 14 now. So 14 years ago, I was sitting at my desk. She was two weeks old. I had um, webs when I went into, my, I didn't go into labor. My waters broke at my desk two weeks early and I had websites to finish and I hadn't set my team up properly. And I was working ridiculous hours trying to be everything to everyone. Um, and I was sitting at my desk, my waters broke and two clients were like, but we need our website finished because you're going to disappear. I thought, well, I'm not in labor. So I sat on a bunch of towels <laughs> and thought, well, I better get these websites finished in case I go into labor soon. So I finished the websites. So that was about 10 o'clock in the morning. Finished the websites at four o'clock, stood up and went, I've done with these websites and gone to labor now. Bang, went into labor. And my daughter was born a few hours later because I did have no birthing. <laughs> and then it was like two weeks after that, um, I was still working so hard in my business. I was rocking her with my foot on her rocker to get her to sleep, building websites with one hand with the express pump on the printer trying to get enough milk to feed her. But I was in work mode and I was so stressed that I couldn't even feed my own daughter. I couldn't mm-hmm. breastfeed because I wasn't making enough milk. So I remember that day I just stood up from my desk and went, this is not how you are meant to live. And I, something I still practice today, 14 years later, is my automate, delegate, delete, ADD, funnily enough, which is what can you automate? What can you delegate? And what yeah. are you doing that you don't even need to do? Like stay on the things that keep you in your flow or you're just going to burn out. And if you don't yeah. stick to that and stop trying to be everything to everyone, um, yeah, you're just going to burn yourself out. It's just going to mm. be stressful and your family will suffer. Everything suffers. Your health suffers. We are very passionate about the the burnout, stopping the burnout. Um, and, you know, it's interesting. I love hearing the story of just what it takes. You know, we have to get hit by, what do they say? It's like a whisper. Then, you know, someone like gives you a nudge and it's a two by four. <laughs> it's yeah. those moments. I do remember I decided to book clients in four weeks after I had my son just because I thought, well, I'll just have him and I'll just keep going because, like, yeah. I've got a new goal now. I'm building, like, a whole online <laughs> product and here I am coaching people and got a double breast pump and they're like oh my god me too (laughs) and then that was that was the first week week four and then I even had some of my clients still come to my house to do face-to-face coaching so my mum would like mind Braxton and and it was then the week seven I was back to speaking gigs Mm. and this there was one gig I had to travel uh four hours for there was no plane there I had to drive and I got up at god knows what time in the morning to get there it was a 90 sec it was a 90 minute speech that was it so it took longer to drive there Mm -hmm. to actually do the speech and I forgot my breast pump oh no I'm driving and my boobs are like sore and then I'm about to go on to stage and they were killing me and here I am hand expressing myself in the in the cubicle before going on and that's the moment when I went what the heck am I doing like this is ridiculous like what's more important right now Um, and that's when I went okay I'm gonna cut it back so I went from five days a week to two days a week 
<laughs> so I'm still saying. get working, but I'd do it differently now. If I was to do it, yeah. Well, I kind of did it differently stuff. the second time around because I kept working. I did hypnobirthing again, so I had him on the couch. And while he was sleeping that afternoon, I was back on my laptop. Two years later, I was still getting straight back into the work. But by that time, I had learned the automate, delegate, delete. My yeah. team was much better. And it was, I was still working very quickly, but it was a much, um, you know, just being a key breadwinner, it, we were, weren't in a position for me to not keep focus in my business. But then very quickly after that, I just hated my business. I hated building websites because I was too yeah. in it. And I thought, I know myself, I'll be a control freak and I won't let go. And at that point, I had a really loyal team and I wanted to just go focus on personal development and funnels and creating my own online programs and focusing on them. Uh -huh. So I woke up, I had kept having this dream that I was, somebody had killed me, was trying to kill me and I was bleeding to death. And I was, my dreams are so vivid and send me so many messages, but I dreamt I was bleeding to death and I was dying because I was trying to protect the person who was killing me. And I realized that the only reason I didn't want to give up the web design company was these loyal employees. Mm. I didn't want to let them down. I would have taken away their jobs if I had just shut it down and I, my face was too much the brand. So I woke up the next morning and went, oh my God, give them the business. So I handed my entire web design company over to them and I went out and created my first online program. And in the first month, I made, and it wasn't easy, there were steps to it. And I got my my greatest mentor I've ever had in my life, Kevin Nations. I jumped on board with him. Oh, yeah. And at that point, um, within, I'd say within three months or two months of walking away and then creating the program, wow. I was making more money in a week than I had made an entire month out of my business. And a lot less stress. And a lot less stress. <laughs> I was buzzing. I was mm. like, I lost 15 kilos. I went over and was you know with my business mentor in Vegas learning from these people that I'd always admired and mm. from that just massive opportunities came mm. and I grew very quickly after that are you are you a single mom are you another partner what's what's the no, setup for your home business the kids dad I so when the business blew up and I lost all the weight and I was on top of the world we kind of just and we'd known each other since we were kids We'd been on again, off again since we were 19. Uh -huh. um, yeah, there's just, you know, when you just in a relationship grow really quickly and they're like, who the hell are you? And it's like, you're either coming with me or I'm out. Yeah. It kind of got to that point. And so I chose to leave. That was about 10, 10 years ago, 10 years ago. Mm. So, yeah, I've mostly done my part of your. Yeah. Was he a big part of the business or was it rock solid? No, not at all. Systems and the team behind hand. I was thinking, I don't think I've had a single boyfriend who really knows what I even do. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't like that. I've been on computers. I love it. Hey, let's talk about the Lady Balls community. Let's go there. I want to know what it is. How do you serve? If there's women listening, they want to be a part of it. Um, yeah. Tell us more about it. So the Lady Balls brand has kind of morphed because as I, um, my digital agency now it runs itself and we have a beautiful relationship with Kartra where when people sign up to Kartra on the next page, there's services they offer and we run those services for them. So we have this beautiful 
relationship with them. So the digital agency, we are Kartra experts and the team run it like clockwork without me. It's beautiful. Nice. So that gave me time to free up and go, all right, let's revisit this Lady Bulls brand. What's it about now? And again, same pattern here. I'm saying it out loud. I've just realized the pattern. Um, when NFTs came out and I'm like, what the hell is NFTs? What's this all about? I went, oh, creative thing again. Oh, and it's an online thing again. Tick, tick, tick. Um, so what Lady Balls is now, rather than, so I've still got the book and I don't do the retreats anymore. I wanted Lady Balls to be a standalone brand that wasn't about me. And I wanted to give back in a way that was profitable and helped rather than the ways that I'd done it in the past. Because my rush comes from, you know, giving back and helping others. Sometimes to the detriment of myself. So not this time. So when um, with Lady Balls this time, what I'm doing is taking women's stories and not famous people and big names. I'm talking about everyday women who have overcome adversity, any kind of adversity, domestic abuse, growing a business, failing, going broke, and then coming out the other side, uh, escaping uh, war-torn areas. It doesn't matter when they've overcome any adversity. Being a mum, a tiny story in their mum journey that is still overcoming adversity. I want yeah. to take those stories that women share. I want people to submit their stories and then we select um, ones that become the NFT. Now, the NFT is the digital image where we take a photo of the person sharing the story and we have this amazing digital artist who creates this NFT of their face. And then their story goes onto the podcast. And we just want to get that story out there to the world. But every time that NFT sells and is traded, like NFTs are, they will get a percentage of that for the rest of forever. Mm. And I wanted it to be, wow. it's going to be 80-20 because people, the value of NFTs, they want to know who the founder is. So I can't be completely behind the scenes. I'll still be out there, but I really want to champion the story of these women and help them um, share their story and get paid for it for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's what it's about now. So Lady Balls is people sharing their story and it's just inspiring women to get out there, take those big leaps, do those things that scare them. And then whatever their journey is along the way, use that story to empower other people. Yeah, so beautiful. And we that's how we learn. We learn through other stories. You know, it's a matter of the transparency, you know, it's it's what's real because what you're suffering and what you've overcome, it's the it's the keys, it's the magic message that someone else needs to hear. So that's just such a beautiful way. Yeah. And I love that you're always that there's something always in you that is always about community and, and and giving back. It's just really, really, I've never knew that about you, Jody. And obviously I've only just seen you just here and there on the internet, but it's just really beautiful just to hear that side of it. Um, yeah. Uh, I would love to know, um, you've done startups so many times. <laughs> what would you say would be some of your most like instrumental decisions to get you to who you are and what you do? today like what your whole ethos like being able to build the business no burnout like what are some of the key things you think they've happened in your life that have made the decision on who you are today and the way you work today the biggest thing with starting out for me is embracing the fact that you're going to be terrified at times and you're going to um, procrastinate and stop doing the things you know that you should be doing 
because of all the fears and old beliefs that you've pulled from other places that you are stopping yourself from going forward. Mm. If we don't embrace the fact that they're coming, we can't prepare for them. So I think when you take that jump, there's going to be fears, just embrace them and have that support crew around you who are going to support you through it. Mm. Like, I think the biggest thing with my business mentor was, you know how people, I used to say to him, I remember saying to him once, honestly, you've changed my life. And he went, I don't change lives. You changed your life. I just guided you. Mm. But I think what it came down to was the days that I didn't believe in myself, he believed in me. Mm. And I thought, well, if he believes in me, I must be able to do it. It's just the stuff going on in my mind that I need to switch off. And I was able to push through because I had that support around me. Mm. And his mastermind we referred to as the family. And that's exactly what it felt like. I never felt more supported than when I had those mentors around me. Mm, wow. Um, another big decision that you think you made in the li- your life. Was it invested in yourself? Was it just always taking the risk? Is it feeling like I just love ladies to check in to go, this is some of the keys that you know that you've done to help you be where you are today and learning what you've learned. I think the biggest thing is knowing your strengths and weaknesses and Mm. being cool with both. In my Lady Balls book, I talk about embracing the light and the dark, that one can't exist without the other. Don't go out there and pretend to yourself that you are everything and can do everything. I know that in my business, I could jump into any position within the business at any time, but I know some I suck at, but I can do them. That doesn't mean I should. And some I'm great at, I'm in flow and I love to do them. So stick to those things and delegate the others and don't, so many people go, oh, I'm starting to hate my business. Like, do you really hate your business? Or are you doing tasks that you hate in your business that's making you blanket hate everything? Just switch it up. Switch it up, stay in flow. Fantastic. So the ladies that are listening, we've got two types. We've got the the women in the startup. We've got women in growth phase. Piece of advice. I know you sort of gave something before, so I don't know if that's it or if you want to give a new piece of advice to someone in the startup phase. And the woman that's in the growth phase, and I want you to really think about her, that she's 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 got the good, she's all set up. And she's looking at probably scaling or relaunching a new product. Um, piece of advice for both based on your own journey. If someone's looking to scale, they have the most boring answer in the world, but it is so <laughs> crucial. And being a funnel nerd and never a numbers girl, but now the money is in the metrics. So everything that you do, mm-hmm. almost everything you do, there's a quantifiable result. So if you are running funnels, looking at each step of those funnels, um, what are the floodgates? Anything you're putting money into, know what you're getting out. Um, And if you, it sounds so boring now because everyone thrashes that being your authentic self, but that's what my book was all about because my personality was so polarizing. People either love me or hate me and just embracing whoever you are and just know some people will like you and some won't. Who's your crew? Who's not? And um, just have the balls to go out there and just be yourself anyway, no matter what might come. Because yeah. your crew will just come. Your mm. whole, your own community will just appear. Yeah. And circling back to even what you are talking about with the Lady Balls brand, when the lady said, look, I'm really happy to blow this totally up and just take it to another level. But what she wanted to take away is part of the identity of what the whole uh, is. Yeah. 
Thank you, but no, thank you. What I loved about that day was when I was walking, I'd said that doesn't feel right. And I was walking back to my room and another lady that was at the event who had heard me speak, she was walking back to the room and I said to her, what does Lady Bulls mean to you? And she said, it means having guts. And I went, you are my people. That's exactly what it means. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, do you want any piece of advice for the female in the, for the female in the startup? Or you feel like that was good where we parked it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely that taking the leap, definitely yeah. getting support around you. Don't try and do everything yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Stay in your flow, stay in your flow. Yeah. Cause I think the hardest thing is is when do they know that they need to bring on people do you know when you're really in a startup and you're just trying to make it work but I think what you're saying as well is as soon as you start doing the task that you're not in your genius zone you could be having someone else do that while you are in your genius zone will be helping you make more money for me the first thing I did was like I, I just despise doing anything to do with taxes I like to read the numbers I like everything handed to me and read, read the summary them. <laughs> but man, I used to leave it till the very last day to do the best. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was need to get rid of that. Um, but I, I really think it's powerful to own, like you're saying, own who you are and mm. just be honest in the stuff that you shit at. If you shit at it, who cares? Because and my, my son actually said to me probably two weeks ago, I'm dumb. And I was like, oh my God, mm. I struggled with that until I was like 21. And I said, really, what makes you think you're dumb? He goes, oh, I don't know. I'm not good at maths. I'm not good at English. And I was like, man, okay, well, you're better than what I was at your age. And I said, do you know what? I said, you're extremely smart in some areas. What areas do you think you're really smart at? And I had to get him to think you can be smart at sport. You can be smart at reading. You can be smart. Like he has no problem Obviously, because what my husband and I do, no problem standing on the stage and talking to people and mm. grabbing a mic. He's got no problems talking to an adult. And I was getting him to really understand that there's different types of smarts. Mm. And it's, you know, we've been put into this box, you know, of, you know, the schooling system of what we think is smart. And it's where we now can be feel like we need to be ashamed if we struggle in an area in our business where it's like, no, like if that's your genius zone, sit in that yeah. pocket. Oh my and- God, it sounds like we had the same conversations with our children because yeah. I'm the exact yeah. same with my kids. I just need to get into a personal development conference like your dad would do with you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, hey, don't know how long I'll get to. He does listen to a lot of the things I listen to, but um, I don't know. If it's oh, they pick it up. Now. You don't realise, but then I hear them talk to their friends and motivating their friends and, supporting oh, their friends so and I'm like, oh, they, they say they don't listen, but they listen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that. Hey, Jodie, I'd love to finish the interview with this one question. What's something that you do that really sort of brings you back into like your happy place? It's something that maybe gets you away from your desk. You just know if you do that, it just totally brings you back into, you know, alignment, makes you feel the happiest version of you. What would it be? Other than hanging out with my kids, because that's the boring answer, um I don't really so I don't go to the gym I don't really exercise a whole lot I was I'm an on off person so like I've trained for a kickboxing fight I've done kickboxing on and off for 20 years like (laughs) I'll do crazy things like that and then I'll do nothing for years but I've always 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 love just going for walks not because I'm just out there walking and that's that and getting fresh air it's because I love 
listening to hardcore gangster rap while ah, I'm walking. So when I'm out walking, it's more like my friend and I used to do it together and we used to call it the strut. It's like, let's go for a strut. And we'd just go down, it would be like, you're going for a walk and people think you're just walking, but in your head, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. You're the champion. do you realize how many songs you've listened to have the word champion in it like i didn't realize but cool i'm all for that oh man strutting (laughs) number one type of music that i absolutely love is hip-hop rap like and i'm so happy that my son is now into that so yeah and I'm so old school with all the stuff that I know. And he like brings out all this new stuff. And I go, oh, I really love that. We pump it in the car. And <laughs> um, yeah, that's so good. I love it. Well, Jody, you are um, a woman of many talents. You have continually groomed to where you are today. Today is not any mistake. It's no coincidence. It's, you've definitely carved your way and you've worked at it. Um, and I'm telling you now, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show because, you know, you've been out there, you know, amongst the sea of things that happen in the internet. I'm not on the internet much these days. Um, you're talking about building a brand with your face on it. You know, I'm now behind the scenes of a brand, which is really different. It's like, (laughs) um, but you know, it's a different way to be able to scale and be able to grow and, you know, exit a, a, a company easier. You are one that has continually stuck to true entrepreneurship you haven't been a flight by the night do you know what I mean it wasn't this instant overnight success nothing really is anyway it's not this you know um influencer it's a proper influencer of a woman that has created a business from from the ground up and continually carved the way and just listening to your own heart. And that's what I truly think is brilliant about you and acknowledging you and just for the women just to jump on board and um, check out Lady Balls and whatever you do in the future. Just, um, yeah, wish yeah, you well. absolutely. And you know what? If there's um, at ladyballs.com, there's... Um, you can jump on to the list, but that list will be where we invite people to come and tell us your stories to, you know, become one of the labels NFTs. Cause there's some be- people will be listening to this right now who have probably got some beautiful stories to share that can help others. And sometimes just sharing your story is something that gives you that confidence yeah next step whatever that is for you yeah absolutely couldn't agree with you more uh ladies we have the link below so just scroll below click the link um go to ladyballs.com.au forward slash book if you can remember that if not pretty easy just to click the link and um we'll have all the information we spoke about today thank you so much jody thank you for having me i'm glad we finally did it You're listening to The Herpreneur Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought or message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know. I'm out.